a shimmering decay, those crumbling golden horn walls. Good morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time it is, wherever you are. Uh, welcome to another episode of Slouching Towards Byzantium. I am still just getting used to the whole podcast format and recording myself talking into my phone. Um, yeah, this, this podcast is something I'd thought about doing for a while now. Um, and then with the whole COVID-19 pandemic, walking and exploring became once again, something really important to me. It's probably um, one of the things I missed the most when we were in our lockdown period back in April, May, June. So now that life has gone back to some strange state of quasi-normal, uh, obviously I can go out and walk and explore again. And yeah, that doesn't really have anything to do with the first episode here. The first first episode, not the intro episode, but the first real episode. So this one is going to be kind of a general survey up the Golden Horn and sort of the edge of the walls of the Golden Horn, which is an area I just recently uh, had a new appreciation for because I take a service bus in the morning to... Oh, sorry, I thought it turned off. Uh, I, I take a service bus in the morning once a week to a school way out in the suburbs of Istanbul um, for my job, my day job, my non-podcaster job. And anyway, service bus goes along the edge of the Golden Horn. Um, and of course, this is an area I've explored many times, but to sort of see it on a bus and to kind of get the full scope of the remnants of the wall that is left, it's kind of interesting. So... For those of you that are not familiar, uh, the old city of Istanbul is surrounded by the ancient walls of Constantinople, which extend a fairly large area. Um, Istanbul has a natural peninsula that forms the old city. So if you can imagine this, this kind of chunk of land, you, you'll have to look at a map. I will, uh, I will be posting a link on the corresponding Instagram for this account, and I will be posting photos and maps and things there. But you can really see... Uh, the where the ancient city walls go. Now, in addition to the wall that sort of blocks off the peninsula, there are walls along the edge of the water because Constantinople had to be protected from land and sea. So along the edge of the Golden Horn, which is the natural inlet formed by the Bosphorus into this peninsula, um, is a stretch of very decrepit and very overrun walls. It's not picturesque per se, it's not pristine, but the walls pop out in the most interesting places. So that's really what this episode is going to be about. So Istanbul is a city that is very much defined by its relationship to water. Um, obviously, it's the only city in the world that straddles two continents, Europe and Asia, uh, with the Bosphorus Strait being the body of water that divides those two areas. The Golden Horn, as I mentioned, is this natural inlet that sort of comes off of the Bosphorus. I believe we call that a tributary 
something like this. I'm not sure of the specific term, but the Bosphorus has a little river that comes off of it. We can call it that. And eventually it peters out uh, once you get up into kind of Ayup and the neighborhood of Alibekoi. For our purposes of this particular podcast episode, all you really need to understand is that this smaller body of water turns off the Bosphorus and it divides the old city of Sultanahmet, or sorry, the neighborhood of Sultanahmet as would be popularly known, but there's a lot of other neighborhoods within the old city, uh, divides that from the new town across the Galata Bridge. So this inlet, this body of water, the Golden Horn, his, uh, has rather historically been a place where there were a lot of factories. It was horribly polluted, I think, right up until the late 80s, sometime around there. Uh, and there was a massive cleanup effort. So now the Golden Horn, you know, when you're out walking, doesn't really look that much different from the Bosphorus, except for the fact the water is a lot calmer. It's a lot stiller. I've seen dolphins splashing around in there. Um, there's a lot of smaller boats. There's a boat that goes from my neighborhood, Uskudar, on the Asian side, all the way up the Golden Horn. And it stops in multiple places along where this Golden Horn uh, wall exists, exists in pieces. So it's an area that I love. Um, in Turkish, it's known as the Halic. And it's just a particular area of Istanbul where no matter what neighborhood I'm in, if I'm going from Eminönü, which is sort of the first port of call, if you're taking that boat, um, it's an area where you can have a fish sandwich, buy some new slippers. It's kind of a market area. And then continuing on, you will go through a variety of areas. Um, there will be the Halage Metro stop, which was built, I don't know, sometime within the last 10 years. And just so many interesting areas. So all of those areas going up, which is an area, I don't know how much, uh, specifically how many kilometers, but let's say a good 40 minute boat ride. Uh, that's all considered to be the old city of Istanbul. And there are so many interesting neighborhoods within that going from the, from the very top, Ivan Sarai, down into Balat, down into Fener down into Unkapane. These are all fascinating areas that were once the ancient city of Constantinople. One uh, challenge in doing this podcast is sort of to describe areas on a map in real life from partially from memory as I'm sitting right now at home describing this to you before I uh, head out and kind of piecing all these things together. So I apologize if it's a little bit disorganized as is my thought process, but trying to describe this area of the Golden Horn. So we've already talked about the walls, the ancient walls of the city, the walls of Constantinople were actually built um, not by Constantine, he kind of started the job, but Emperor Theodosius finished it off in the 6th century. So the bulk of the walls of Istanbul are on that period. Now, as I've said, those are the land walls. Those are the walls stretching from Yedekule inland, up around, throughout this peninsula, till it reaches the Golden Horn, around the Blechernai area, where there was a palace. 
in Byzantine times. So that's the land walls, and then we have the sea walls. So the sea walls are a slightly different beast because they, um, they weren't as, as solid, they weren't as big, they were more just along the edge of the city. But that edge of the city was the port. That is where the majority of the trade happened in ancient Byzantium. So all of the trade with um, Genoese, for example, they would come in, they would bring their boats up there, they would you know, park their boats for the evening, they would come into these various places to do their training. And it was a really interesting, um, vibrant place in the city. During different periods of the Byzantine Empire, different parts of the city were kind of central and integral. So I believe it's towards the latter half of the Byzantine Empire that this area becomes so important. There are a lot of old churches. There is the Panocrator Monastery, which is an amazing structure. And I will save that for its own episode. Um, but for the introduction, it's just sort of getting a feel of what does Istanbul feel like now in the area between Eminonu, Iminonu, and Ivan Sarai. That strip of land is really an amazing place and it's not actually the most walkable area right now because they are building a tram line, which is an excellent idea for transportation, but it kind of ruins the walking up the Golden Horn experience. So I would probably walk up a ways and then I would go into the neighborhoods, which is always more interesting anyway. And you can kind of zip in and out. So there's a variety of gates along the way in the remnants of the wall that are still there. I'm gonna take some pictures of those and I'll see you in a bit. So I'm on the boat now and we are approaching Eminonu. I have my mask on, so I'm not sure if uh, you're going to be able to hear me very well. Uh, masks are the rule on all forms of public transportation here, so it's a fairly busy boat, being that it is a Sunday afternoon, and it's a very sunny day. Dear passengers, we are approaching the port of Kasimkosha. Thank you for allowing passengers to get off. So I have departed from my boat um, at Fenner, which is an area of Istanbul that deserves its own episode. Um, it's a very historical area and sort of the heart of what was the Greek Orthodox community for a long, long time. Um, but I walked further on from Fenner towards Eminonu. So this area goes by a variety of names, I suppose, depending how far along you go. But it's one of the most interesting areas in terms of the way the walls have been integrated into the community. So there are cafes built into the walls. There are old cisterns that are kind of just abandoned. There are houses that have part of the Byzantine walls as part of their house. Uh, there are kids playing, cats, dogs, everything integrated in with these ancient walls. And there is a child screaming and running towards me because the children just love me, oddly enough. 
Uh, anyway, I will check in again at our next, our next stop. So I actually have walked towards an area called Ayakape, which was kind of one of the gates of the, the seawalls along the Golden Horn. Uh, Kape means gate in Turkish. And I'm just walking up some narrow streets towards one of my favorite places, uh, the Guljame. So, oh, I'm out of breath, really. I need, you would think with all the walking I do that I would be in impeccable shape, but actually um, I'm not, <laughs> shockingly. So yeah, the Guljame is located sort of in that area of Ayakape, um, the area between Zeyrek and Fenen. I actually don't know the name of this neighborhood. It's just sort of this region. Uh, and it's very close to the Hollage. It's just a little bit in. And the Guljame is a former Byzantine church. Uh, it's very beautiful. It's actually very huge. It's, it's a remarkably large structure and you can kind of see it when you take the boat. If you are looking towards um, that side of the Golden Horn, you can actually really see it because it's very distinctively obvious Byzantine architecture. So anyway, I'm here now. I probably won't go inside because I've, I've been inside many times, but it's very, very um, imposing from the outside. And yeah, Ghoul Jammy probably will deserve its own episode eventually. Um, former Byzantine church. It got the name Ghoul Jammy because Ghoul means rose. And allegedly when um, the city was conquered by the Ottomans, there were flowers, rose petals in the church when they um, took it over. Anyway, I'm going to stop and get a chai because I really need, uh, I really need a chai. Yeah, for those of you outside of Turkey, chai is tea and it's just the standard beverage of choice available at any, any cafe, any teeny little sidewalk cafe, fancy cafe, it doesn't matter, you can get a chai. And it's sort of what sustains life here in Istanbul. Um, now I'm just walking um, kind of a back street just along the same coastal road, but just one street um, in. And I just like randomly noticed this like, you know, Byzantine wall totally incorporated into some other building, which seems abandoned. Maybe there's like an automotive shop or something. Um, it's being held up by rather precarious looking scaffolding. Um, and you can actually see that like part of the walls have been used as whatever structure, whatever building this was. So it's just like really amazing. You know, I don't know if I've even walked on this street before, um, but you can just always see new stuff basically, no matter where you are in Istanbul. So now I am sitting again, this time having um, an iced latte because it is still very warm in Istanbul. It's like really summer, summer temperatures, 28 degrees. I think I've become quite acclimatized to it because 
I don't even really notice it anymore. Um, but autumn is definitely the better season for urban exploration. <clears throat> so I'm looking forward to the temperature going down a bit. Um, yeah, so just thinking about where I have been walking today. Uh, you know, a lot of the time people ask, well, why, do you, why are you so obsessed with walking these neighborhoods? And who cares? And, you know, why... why why would you go to that area? There are certainly people living in Istanbul who would never go to that area. Um, but I just think it's interesting. It's interesting. I think if you know a bit about the history, and I certainly don't know everything about the history of that region, but even if you know a few bits and pieces, it makes it enjoyable to walk, even if the walk itself is not that enjoyable. Because of various constructions and various reasons. But one great thing about Istanbul is even with renovations or streets being torn up or whatever inconvenience, you can always find a cafe. So I have reached back to the golden horn i'm just walking by the water and by the boats uh you know there's so many boats some of them are rented out for private parties some of them are very small maybe fishing boats Uh, but it is nice just to be back out of the the chaos i i did choose kind of kind of a difficult um route at the moment because of the renovations and the building of this tramway So not actually the most pleasant walk per se, but still interesting to see. And I'm just hoping that when the the tram line is finished, there will be a nicer area to walk along the water. And yeah, that this area can be appreciated a little bit more as a whole instead of just bits and pieces um, like Balat or, you know, going just to Fenner, going to one little specific spot which is becoming gentrified Um, you can't really understand a city unless you see it all and that includes the good and the bad and all the parts that make the whole so that I think wraps it up Um, I hope you enjoyed the first episode it's a little disorganized perhaps but um, yeah well can only get better from here so Signing off from the shores of the glittering Golden Horn, I've been your host, Julia, and see you next time.